2: All right, here we go on ESPN Arkansas on this Wednesday afternoon following a pathetic performance by the Razorbacks last night in Knoxville. I mean, it you can't have it is a very troubling sign when you're in the middle of your most important games of the year and you have a no show performance. Tennessee deserves a lot of credit for it cuz their defense is really good and Arkansas was really bad last night but I mean these are these are the most important games of the year and you're going to do that that's that is uh that is not that is not what anybody uh, signed up for here.
0: Well, that was less than inspiring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's for certain, but I think we uh... I think Tennessee showed us a team that that we all kind of believe they were not in their controlled free fall anymore. Arkansas showed <laughs> us who they were. I mean, they're a bad offensive team. You know they, they're not uh, they're they're not efficient. Bad shots seem to predominate when they get near the rim. They can't. You know what? Did you tell me last night? Nine shots at the rim. That that's due to Tennessee. And when you're they're forced to shoot from the perimeter, they're not good. And you know it, it all sort of. It's the perfect confluence right there. I mean, you get everything that Tennessee does well, all the things that you don't do well, and they show up in the same spot, and it turns into a you know seventy-five fifty-seven beatdown. And you know Tennessee looks tournament ready. Arkansas looks like you know they've got one foot out the door and they're getting ready for you know whatever's next. You know what it, you know some guys look like they're getting ready for the NBA draft. Some maybe uh, you know heading somewhere else. But I did have a thought this morning um, as I was getting up. I was rewatching the game and. I get the feeling, just listening to Musselman the last couple of weeks and his pre- and post-game uh, interviews, I think we're going to see more Stanley Amude's and Uddy's um, Tony's and J.D. Note's than we're going to see Nick Smith's going forward. I don't think this has been a an enjoyable experience for him at all. It hasn't progressed the way that he thought. I think he's looking for guys that are somewhat finished products, and he just needs to finally tune them rather than take them as you know a lump of clay and mold them into college basketball players.
2: Right. Why did they go with the construction of this team? Why did they go this route? It's so opposite of what he and I'm not saying you, you may, may or may not have the answer. I mean, I don't think any of us do, but I, I'm just it, you know I've been thinking about the same thing, and I've also been wondering, like, where is the criticism of Eric Musselman? He built this thing, and it's produced 11 losses, um, a two and eight record on the road. I know people are – he he built it. Like He made this, okay? Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's getting a pass from the fans, and I don't and understand why he's that
0: all, is. He's also got back-to-back Elite 8s in his in his hip pocket. So, you know, you're going to give him – I mean, everybody's going to kind of raise an eyebrow and go, okay, this didn't work. Now, next year, this can't happen again. Otherwise, that, that intensity is going to get turned up. You can have a bad year. And it's not like they've had a – a bad year. They've had a year where, look, man, they had their chests puffed out. They were banging their chests all during the fall. No. And they haven't lived up to expectations at all. They haven't even gotten close. And, and I, you know, again, I was talking to a, a basketball coach about this. Who's the one guy that he's had since day one who's still on the roster? It's Devo. And I can't sit here. and t- Devo is a really good defender. And those guys are hard to find but if he's your leader if he's your best player allegedly you know you're in, you're in a tough spot he's not a, he's not a guy that's going to shoot you out of anything he's not a guy that's going to lead you anywhere they don't have you know a Justin Wilson they don't have a JD note they've got this collection of guys who are talented but they have no direction and look man you you can be as talented as you want if you're not going in the, in the right direction or go all going in the same direction you're going nowhere
2: all right, you can get in here and, uh, and talk about all this at 866-285-4005. The other uh, thing I'm thinking about when you're thinking about the, the construction is, so one of the things, and you could call it a lie, I suppose, that we were told is this team was built to get over that Elite Eight hump where they kept running into longer teams that were just better than them like Baylor and like Duke mm-hmm. last year, and this team was built to overcome that. Well, Tennessee's not going to the Elite Eight. We know that. We It, it never happens for Rick Barnes. It's not going to happen this year, especially with Ziegler. And they couldn't get around them. So, again, like if this is what you built to get to the Final Four, you didn't build something very well, Is is what I think we can... Been 30 games, folks. Like th- there's no more surprises here. There's no one, you know, um, to quote Rick Pitino, like like Kevin McHale's not coming through that door. I mean, that th- this is what it is. And it has been, in terms of hype versus expectations, one of, if not the most overrated Razorbacks teams that any of us have seen in probably 30 years. I mean, they were completely uh, top everything, five stars out the wazoo, and they've got 11 losses, man, 11 losses. Yep. They could finish below five hundred in SEC play.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, the, the I mean, people are texting in about the Brazil injury, and, okay, I mean, that's legitimate, but you're into what-ifs at that point. I'm looking at what they got.
2: And, you know, it, it, <laughs> if, if people want to keep bringing that up, then they should have just canceled the damn season when he got hurt. That was two months ago, three months and you, ago. three months ago, and you can't figure it out, then they should have just quit after that injury. If that is such a damning and listen, I'm sorry that it happened. It's unfortunate. but if that's the excuse, we're keep going to they should have just shut the season down in December and forfeited every league game. If we're going to keep bringing that up over and over again, that's to me, that is uh, a very um, that is a valid reason, but it is being thrown around like an excuse. It is the excuse. A, I mean,
0: it, it is the excuse, and that's the excuse that they're going to go back to. Right. Uh, you know what? And, and Musselman's come – I mean, he's come – I've listened very, very closely to his pre- and post-game stuff the last couple of weeks because he's dropping little hints here and there about some of the internal struggles that they're having. You know, he he towed the company line, injuries, injuries, injuries. Last night, it's like, man, we're a bad cutting team. We stand around on offense. They. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's not, that's not Trevor Brazil. Come save us. That's not Nick Smith. Come save us. That's our guys aren't doing what we're telling them to do. Right. And when when you get to that point, man, you're you're in a tough spot. Right. And they're, you know, they, look, season's not over. They got they've got games in front of them. But we knew the stretch was going to be tough. The way the effort that you got on Saturday against Alabama was a plus effort. You just came up short. Right. But to lay an egg like you did last night was was disappointing. And you've put yourself in jeopardy depending on what happens around you. You know, If you're an 8 or a 9 and you get a couple upsets in conference tourney time, you go out in the first round, you've put yourself in jeopardy. Not saying they're not going to make the tournament, but you've you've put yourself in a position where you have questions. And that's not where you want to be
2: this time of year. Right. Yeah, it's – Um. I mean, you just – there were so many lazy plays last night by a lot of people, whether it be – you know, Kentucky's cutting to the basket and the Arkansas defender is going up and around chasing rather than going underneath and trying to stop the ball. Like just a lazy passes, bringing it up the floor. And everybody was, there's not, you can't single one person out. It, it affected just about everybody on the floor. And it's, it was just, it was the wrong time for a lazy performance. That's what it was. Uh, you can, you know, if you want to do this in January, there's still time to make it good. Uh, in terms of uh, psychologically and emotionally with your fans, but man, there's two games. Le- there's now one game left in the regular season, and to uh, turn in a lazy performance like that is really, really troubling. Mm-hmm. Really troubling, and it speaks to something deeper than oh, they were just tired from the Alabama game, like you've been alluding to. There's something more here, and little breadcrumbs have been dropped uh, left and right, and maybe all will be told one day. But um, yeah, there, it's just you just. Teams that are gonna thrive in March don't play like this, um, with two games left in the regular season. They just don't. No, they don't do no. it.
0: And, you know, they're, they they beat the teams they're supposed to. You know, LSU notwithstanding, they 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 beat the teams they they want to. But I mean, if you look at where we were in November, you know, we've got the the head coach flipping people off. That was a very cocky team. Right. They they felt like they were going somewhere. We're a long. I mean, we are a long way from there. Right. To eight and nine in league play. And you've got questions about next week and the week after it's not a it, it, it's just disappointing
2: all right well we're gonna we're not gonna run from it we're gonna try and uh, sort through what in the world has happened here this team went four and four in the month of february that's generally the month where you see them go you know six and two maybe five and three What four and four in the month of february And instead of uh, putting themselves in, they put themselves in a position, but not the one you would uh, like them to be come tournament time. And I'll explain the, uh, the difference over the last couple of years versus this year here in a moment.
0: Bet online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite leagues and events. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV, That's BLEAV to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Are painkillers just a way to mute your body's notifications? Indeed, yes. Indeed. yes. <laughs> yes. No. The
3: pain isn't really going away.
0: Ninety-six point seven percent of you said yes. Uh, DQ, have you ever thought about the person that looks smart in their new glasses had to fail a test to get them?
3: <laughs> no, I've never thought about that.
0: 87.6% of
2: you had not thought Boy, about that either. He is on point today, folks. Wow.
0: <laughs> Those are your Ruskin and Zach Twitter
2: polls on Twitter at Ruskin, Zach, R-U-S-C-I-N-Z-A-C-H. Okay. We got some text to go through okay. here. And I'll, and I'll try and get back to this uh, seeding thing in the tournament. But I, I don't know. We got text for it in here that I want to address. Um, uh, let's see here. T.A. in Las Vegas um, brings up the famous Larry Johnson moment. You you got, you better go get some men. Um this is okay we all said that after last year they did and this is what they came up with okay that's that's the thing that I keep going back to with all this is last year like well you gotta get you gotta get this if you're gonna hurdle get the next hurdle and go to a final four this is what they came up with in response to that this roster this is what they came up with does anyone see now the uh the flawed into the flaws and all that do, do you see what what I'm trying to drive at here. Like, we had this conversation a year ago when they ran into Duke. We're like, oh, they need to get this. They need to get bigger. They need to get that. They did. And this is what the product is 19 and 11, and on the doorstep of being below 500 in SEC play in a year that the SEC is just fine. Like, it's not a great league this year. It's a, it's a fine year in the SEC. So I, I hear you, everyone talking about invoking the name of Larry Johnson. Out there, Zach. But I mean, we already did that, and this is what they came up with.
0: Well, yeah, and 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 I just go back to you know the spring and and Musselman putting the McDonald's bags on there, and I mean they went all in on this. And look, if this was if this was the strategy, hey, we're going to go in on these high school guys. They're going to be the the core, and we're going to surround them with with other guys. It it didn't work. And I'm willing to give him a pass for for trying. But I, again, I've listened to him very closely. I would say probably the last five weeks, pre and post. Uh, you know, pre and post game stuff. And he's dropping little breadcrumbs about kind of what's going on. And, and they, you know, I, I said it a couple weeks ago, they're dysfunctional. Um, It's not a great offensive team. There's no flow. There's no guy that you're just going to hand the ball to and say, here, I need a bucket. You know, Justin Wilson was that guy. J.D. Note was that guy. You could get Moody the ball, you'd, you'd get a basket. They don't have that guy right now. And there there's a lot of mismatched parts doesn't mean they can't go in, get hot, make a run. It's just this falls well short of what we were being told and what I think our expectation was.
2: Well, this is why a long time ago I quit believing everything that they tell us over there. And some of you maybe will uh, join me on that um, bandwagon moving forward. That's fine. Um but-, but every you know every they weren't out of they weren't out of line. I mean, you bring
0: in all these five stars. But they were got over of... the top about it, like you said. They say. were. The, but they do everything over the top over there. Yeah. And and they were – I mean, they were banging their chest, man. When they came home from Europe, the, the, everybody thought this thing was just going to take off and go. Yeah. They, they beat up on a, a relatively soft, non-conference slate. And they hit the league, and, man, it's just been a different game. And you know, even Hutch pointed out, you know, like, Nick Smith comes back. They had a couple of games against, I think it was UNC Greensboro and whoever else they were playing – I mean, they're having to to learn on the fly in in the SEC, and that's just not going to work. You, you're not going to. I think the transition, if let's let's say just in a vacuum, let's say Nick Smith goes out for the year, and Trevin Brazil takes two months off and comes back. There's a guy that's played in the league. He sort of understands how it's going to go. I think his ramp up time would be far shorter than Nick Smith's. Nick looked great against Georgia, who sucks. No. He goes and plays Tennessee. He goes three for thirteen. No. It's, it's a different world, man, and, you know, I, I, again, I was talking to a coach this morning. I mean, you're looking at a guy you think is a top ten pick in the draft, and I have no idea if what happens on the floor um, last night is going to affect draft grades. But he looked terrible last night against a good team. And I got, you know, there are guys in the NBA that are better than the guys on Tennessee's team. He 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 struggled with borderline NBA talent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's one. Uh, Musk had to get the five-star kid from our state. If Nick Smith doesn't play for Arkansas and goes somewhere else, people would flip out. What choice did Musk really have when putting this team together? He could have done it the way he did it the last few years, which is um, less freshmen, more veteran people that were coachable. That's the thing. Are 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 some of like is Nick Smith coachable? Anthony Black is coachable. I think we have seen him. Now he didn't play very well last night, but we have seen him grow from point A to point B. I think he takes coaching. There are other people out there, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Why does Jordan Walsh always, the, the if you look at his box scores this year, it's like nine points, one point, eight points, one point, 12 points, three points. What? Why is that every single game? He can't string three good games together. He can't do it. Why Why is that? I, I don't know the answer to that. So, I mean... I, I agree to a point on, look, you don't want to totally dismiss the star system and you don't want to be, as a program, you don't want to be the program that says, you know what, we don't want five stars here. That's not the position you want to be in, but it certainly hasn't worked the way everyone thought it would in this particular um, uh, laboratory this uh, this season with this basketball team.
0: Um, Yeah, I, it's 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 confounding it really is and look there's still games left in the season i think they're i think they're solid in the tournament i'm just worried about what happens around them if you get a ton of upsets and you start sliding down okay you know you're a, you're a nine today you get a couple upsets you're a 10 then you're into the first four you you just you you open up the door for people
2: to push you out rather than you say hey i'm here for the long haul right well that's this is the problem that they're that they have now Because in the last two years, when you're a three or a four, you're going to get a smaller team in the first round. Now, Arkansas struggled with Colgate. They struggled with Vermont last year, but they ended up winning those games. What's going to happen this year, if things hold, and they didn't move at all after last night, they're still in the eight, nine line. But what's going to happen is on the other side of that, either the eight or the nine is going to be a power five school with big guys. Mm -hmm. and. That's going to be a more difficult... T- and we've already seen them in the first round struggle with small teams. So now they're going to have to play a big team in the first round in terms of size, not in terms of name recognition and all that stuff. But, like, we talked about this last night. I don't know Pitt's roster, but let's say it's Pitt. Probably some some big dudes in there with some length, right? That could probably pack it in. So you see, as they are tra- trying to move this thing forward... In terms of the program, like they put themselves in a position where now you can't move it forward this year because you were so heinous at times in the off season mm. that you're going to get a tougher draw and it's going to be all that more difficult to get on a run in March, unlike yeah. the last two years. No, 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 I agree. And, and there's just you know, if you go in and you lose by
0: six or eight and you play well, you play tough, that's fine. I mean, nobody's going like like with the Alabama game. Everybody was like, okay, you know, you gave massive, you gave great effort. But to go and just go flat, there's there, there's absolutely no excuse. Um, you know, you can lose by 10 to a – and look, it's Tennessee. at senior night. It, I mean, they're wound up. They're a good team. It's one of the best defenses in the country. You got exposed on offense, but up 57 points.
2: Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, somebody uh, uh, texted in here. Um, let's see. You can get in here at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five that uh you know basically the premise is they don't want to talk about this. Well, I'm not letting them get off that easy. Like you can as a fan, but I think it is a dereliction of our duty to just shrug our shoulders and go, hey baseball, after <laughs> what has happened this year. That is that is a uh that's letting them off way too easy. And that's not gonna happen here. It may happen somewhere, but it's not happening here. You know you you can't you can't pump your chest out like they have, and then go 19-11, and 11, borderline uh, a 500 team in the SEC, and then the hosts go, oh, well, hey, baseball's on. Hey, baseball season. Look, baseball. No. That's no. not. That is not. We're going to check them on this, all right? And if that, does, if that bothers you, then radios have dials. But I'm not letting them get away with this, and neither should you. As a fan, you should be pissed off about this. You shouldn't be shrugging your shoulders going, oh, well, who's playing next? Golly G. Like, you, you, you deserve better than that. Can't you see that? Can't you see that? I have a little respect for yourself for crying out loud. Let's see here. What else is going on? What does dereliction mean? Did I say that <laughs> wrong? You, no, no, you said it correctly. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I, dereliction is a very big, big word. Well, what it means is that our duty is to check them on things and by just going, shrugging our shoulders and going, whoops, um, that's, not, that's not us doing our job. No, that's fanboy stuff. That's right, exactly, and that's ne- I've never I've done this fifteen years. I'm not starting that way. I'm not doing that today. So I know it makes you feel icky that your favorite team lost, and you're kind of bummed out about it. But like, you deserve to, you know, have your say in all this. I mean, you're paying for half this stuff for most of this stuff for crying out loud. So to just shrug your shoulders and say, "Hey, when's baseball start?" And that's loser talk to me. It really is. It's why that we talked about this the day you were out, um, Zach. People have asked two questions. They ask, why can't we have nice things? And when does baseball start? Following a loss. <laughs> These two things are connected. The attitude of, hey, here's adversity. I'm going to run away. That's why you can't have nice things. That's what, I, that's what I saw. So, anyway, we don't need to get off on this whole tangent again, but um, there you have it. I,
0: it's frustrating. I mean, as a look, I, I've been following this team since I got here in, in 30 plus years. And this may be this may be the most frustrating year because everybody, I mean, you were on that ramp up. And there was no reason not to believe, with a group of five stars and four stars coming in, the number two ranked recruiting class, you know, there was no reason to believe that this wasn't going to round into form the way things normally had. You know, you and I had set the date, what was it, the 21st of January, 28th yep. of January, whatever it was, the Baylor game. Yeah. All right. You get to that. Don't worry about anything until there. That's when they figure it out. Got worse. Yeah. It got worse. Yeah. And it's it's frustrating because you see glimpses of it, and then you see things just deteriorate. Yeah. Offensively, defensively, it just breaks down, and there's no there's no cohesion with this group. No. And you know maybe you know, hey you take. You know, if you're Eric Musselman. You're constantly evaluating. You're going to learn from it. No. You know, he didn't. No. He didn't get dumb overnight. He, this is just one of those things you're going to have to learn and adjust. And I, I think we're going to see older teams. I don't think he's ever going to go back to this, where you're relying on high school freshmen or high school seniors coming in to be the basis of your team.
2: No, I, I think. Uh, I, I, I think he, he changed. And it was the, it's one of the major flaws in the building process is he got away from being true to the way he, he does things, which is older players that are coachable and um, that, that, that uh, you can mold into something. Mm-hmm. And he got away from that this year. And, um, you know, you can see the results. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough lesson to learn. But um, I think that's uh, what happened. Now that all being said, there's still games to be played here, sure and, and they are. could get it. They could get a favorable draw in March, and then you know end up and you know who knows. I'm not. I'll tell you this: on the eight nine line. I'm not afraid of any of these ones. Like these one seeds this year, maybe Alabama, but but um, I mean Purdue's not that great. Houston's not that great. Uh, who's the other? Kansas could could be problematic. You're probably going to have to play them in Des Moines, so basically a home game for them. Yeah. So, I mean, I I, I don't know. Alabama's going to play in Birmingham in the first round in all likelihood, so that'll be a home game too, more or less. But I, I don't know. I, this is not um, – there's no great teams. That's another part of the frustration, Zach, is that – It's a wide-open year. The the ring, it's a, it's a the wide ring is gettable if you just had your crap together. Yeah. You know? If you had your crap together, you could win six in a row. Here, here's another text.
0: Football underperformed and now basketball. Here's the difference football the the i guess the expectation was artificial. Yeah. There were cracks in that facade, you know, from from day one. I don't think anybody believed that team was going to make a serious run when they got into no. the top 10, they weren't a top 10 team. This is different. Everything lined up. You had a coach who had back-to-back Elite 8s in his pocket. You had a, a a veteran leader Devo Davis who was going to be kind of the the emotional barometer for your team. You were bringing in a ton of talent. Not just talent, from the high school ranks, five stars and four stars, you were bringing in guys that were seriously graded. You know, we've got the whole transfer tracker thing now and all of that. These were guys that were really graded well. They vetted them. What they didn't vet was how they would assimilate together. That's the one thing. You can't take a group of alphas and go, okay, we got one basketball. Who wants to shoot it? Because we're all going to raise our hand. Right. Head to Twin Peaks and Rogers, your sports headquarters, where the 29-degree draft beer is flowing, the kitchen is bursting with made-from-scratch fan favorites, and the game is blasting from every angle. Come in for the ultimate game day experience or visit them online at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com to order to go or delivery and enjoy your Twin Peaks scratch favorites from home. More TVs, bigger screens, plus their scenic views. There's more to watch at Twin Peaks.
2: Oh, Share man. with the class now. All right. Happened.
0: Now I'm gonna tell you, this is on Twitter. Yes. And the comments do not disappoint. Right. Uh, Matt Jones from uh Kentucky Sports Radio. Yes, tweet out Matt Jones. Not, our not Matt, our Matt the Jones. Democrat Gazette. Matt right. Jones, right. Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. Uh tweeted out just a short time ago. Uh Kentucky playing uh, basketball tonight Said if Kentucky wins tonight, the Cats are locked into the three seed in the sex tournament. That means the late game on Friday night.
2: I'm going to tell you right now, the comments <laughs> do not disappoint. Um, the late game on Friday night, huh? Well, right, yeah. It yeah. sounds like when the sex tournament would take place. Right. Is the uh, late Phil, Mayer, night.
0: Uh, Phil Mayer, who works for a KRON News, say, Well, we don't have to worry about BYU in this tournament. <laughs> uh, Grab coffee. Uh, he is uh, the co founder of dogcentral.com. He yeah. so you, you never want to be the three seed in the sex term. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the one or the two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: wow. Man. Good for him for not yeah. deleting it. No, this Own is it, man. great. This is great <laughs> this content. This is
0: terrific.
2: Yeah. yeah. That guy's funny. I like that. Uh, yeah. He's smart, too, that Matt Jones. He's been on <laughs> national ESPN radio a few yeah. times. Yeah, though, yeah, so. yeah. This is. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Here somebody who says, "Did we rehire Rick Pettino?" Oh, <laughs> <help. laughs> oh, boy, that thing is dead. Uh, yes. It's, Brian it Sounds per- like Jordan <laughs> Walsh shooting. Brian Mud, uh, husband, dad, grandpa and works at KAMC TV said early exits from the sex tournament are the worst. <laughs>
2: This horn is dead.
0: Am, am I five years old? Yes, I am.
2: Dude, dead. It, it's ruined. All right. It's time. I'll get you a new one. I'm chucking it. <laughs> I'm calling it time of death. Seventeen oh three. Yeah. That horn is. Uh, it lived a brief life, but mm-hmm. uh, an eventful one. So yeah, it's over. Well, I got the bell. In.
0: There's some some protection
2: jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's some th- – the comments don't disappoint. I-, I highly recommend you. I've retweeted it on our Twitter page. I highly recommend. Right. The, uh- <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's there's one person in here. You can tell that the average age of the, the commenters in this section
2: is 12 years old. That's right, man. Uh, really? You know, we love dirty em. jokes. Come yeah, on. whatever. And these aren't dirty. They're just funny. No. Nobody's cursing here. Come on. <laughs> Unless you're one of those people who still whispers when you say sex, then it's in you your curse. yeah, right. I think he's talking about S-E-X. I I
0: mean, I hey, the, the I, question I, is, do you want to be in the top half of the bracket or the low and uh, the bottom half? Of the well, bracket? that's a, that depends.
2: This <laughs> depends, I guess, on your personal preference. Hey, I can go. I can go repress. Repression stories with anybody uh, on this yes topic. Yes, you can. All right? yes, I grew yes, up in Searcy. That you can. You might go to jail for doing this in Searcy. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, Man. All right. That's good. I am,
0: uh, I am thoroughly enjoying this. Yeah. I I. I saw this and was like, no. And
2: then it was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It happened. Well, well, when you said a popular radio host has stepped in it, I uh, did not think of uh, in the state of Kentucky. mm and then I started uh, thinking, well, who's in trouble around here? Hmm. Who could it be? And then I went through that roll of decks. Um, There's a guy that tried to fight Hutch. It could have been him. Um, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Uh... I enjoyed that. All right. That's funny. Uh, let's see here. Anyway, that uh, killed five minutes. Yeah. Uh, they did, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone just texted this in. So I'll steal it yeah, fire because away. they didn't give they didn't give their names. So I'm stealing it. Um, they said um, uh, sex tournament. Hugh Freeze is uh, interested in, bas- <laughs> in in that now. He wants to quit football and do that.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that's
2: right. Uh,
0: thank you, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Wow, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna need to maybe take a step back, go walk around for a second. Patricia has let us know the top half of the bracket is where you want to be.
2: That's uh that's uh yeah, that's what's happening there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um in other news, uh Cleveland Guardians star Jose Ramirez, good player. He's not a fan of the pitch clock and uh the reason given is um he it doesn't play enough of his walk-up song.
1: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said uh he said i think it's going to affect affect me in a way because my routine involves listening to my walk-up song there are things i remember that i think in that moment that sometimes i miss and the song reminds me to do those things that's what he said on uh through com about the uh the pitch clock so this is, is a right? new complaint uh, it doesn't play enough of my uh we well, just got to move the needle drop, Jose, so you can get right. the part you want to hear. That's right. Now <laughs> batting.
0: <laughs> Number 19, Jose Ramirez. <laughs> Ramirez. This is Zach's walk This music, is my I, I, every know. softball tournament I ever go to. This is what. Uh...
2: And the answer, ladies, <laughs> is yes. Yes. Um... <laughs> Oh, we are off the rails. It's a good thing no one's listening to this well, today. There's, oh, man. Yeah, look, there's a sex tournament going that's on. That's right. I'm
0: totally sidetracked right now.
2: Now, is that a. Uh, is Nance calling that, or is that uh, somebody else? Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know, Jim. Here we go. <laughs> it's a sex tournament. <laughs> Never been here before. Somebody get Carrie Underwood on the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary <laughs> Underwood. What are you doing? Didn't they date? Did I get that right, DQ? You're, you're our... Uh, no, that our, was Jessica what? Simpson. It was Jessica Simpson. Oh, that's right. He was, he dated Jessica Simpson. Right. I'm sorry. Wrong blonde. Right. Uh, you, uh, singer, I, I was in the same zip code.
2: DQ, he confused blonde singers. Is Zach anti-woman?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> How? How? Because I got two people confused? Yes. yes. You're two not allowed ta- to do that anymore. Two talentless hacks? I got confused?
2: Yeah, you're not allowed to confuse people anymore.
0: It's I offensive. Got Did, is it true, DQ, that Jessica Simpson got, a, got addicted to nicotine from chewing Nicorette gum because she thought it was just regular gum?
3: I think I've seen that somewhere.
1: Yeah. All right. I read that the other
0: day. and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, good text uh, from the 972. That, uh, the sex tournament would be called by Vern Lundquist. Oh, <laughs> my! <laughs> that would be terrific.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah. Way to go. Matt Jones, Kentucky Sports Radio.
0: I, uh, I'm a big Kentucky fan tonight.
2: Breaking the internet. Right. What's the number on that? Do you know? Yes, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look it up.
0: Starts with a oh, six?
2: Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> Boy, this is like a college radio show now. Really. It is.
0: It is it is we, turned into the dorm hour. We. For- <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are podcasts right, right at five o'clock drive time. There are podcasts produced on campus more mature than that us. That is right absolutely now. correct. All right, hold on. I'm scrolling here. Yes.
0: Uh yes. You would really want to Ooh. go deep in that tournament.
2: Auburn getting ten and a half. Ten and a half. Nine and a half is the number. Really? Kentucky's nine and a half. You know what? It's wrong, Tom. <laughs> Do it again. Stabbing a face with a soldering iron. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. Now we're being told Romo also dated Carrie Underwood. Thank so you. So you. you get partial credit.
0: Thank you. Uh, now, this texture is right. Rex Ryan would do uh, the color commentary for
2: that. Look at those feet, Jim. <laughs> I'm telling you. Aren't they beautiful?
0: <sighs>
2: See, because Rex Ryan did the video right. with okay right. 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 Right.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Bubba and Prairie Grove, you're right. Gus Johnson. 98!
2: <laughs> Big ones! Woo! <laughs> that is excellent. All right. Tyree! Tyree! <laughs> okay. Are we good? Are we- yeah, try we, try we, and bring it back. Can we get <laughs> the sillies <laughs> do, out? Do, do the best you can to try and bring it back. Oh, don't you worry. Hold on a second. I got the perfect, uh, I got it here. I got what we need. All okay. right. All right. Everybody just stand by. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful.
1: 66 W-N-P-C.
2: All right. Now we're back to center. Okay. <laughs> Rocky, time,
1: home, home to Good, uh, Rocky Top, you'll always to Woo! Rocky Top.
2: too soon man is it (laughs) too soon (laughs) okay moving right along yes uh okay it's 11 minutes after the hour your drive home is powered by mr sparky let's uh go to and there may be some late amendments given how the last 11 minutes went (laughs) let's go to dq's list of the five people who suck Uh, dq's five people who suck brought to you by footmart express
0: stop by footmart express for your free Arch Support Fitting and Test Walk. DQ did it last week. Located in Fayetteville, 3589 North Shiloh Drive, next to PetSmart. PetSmart Express, your new and affordable Arch Support store.
3: Okay, so this week has just kind of been a little goofy week because there haven't been any celebrities that have really done anything to get on my radar. Except this one. Haley Bieber. I don't... Do Who's you guys it? know who Hailey Bieber is? No. She's married no. to Justin Bieber. Oh. She's the daughter. Oh, okay. She's the daughter of Alec Baldwin. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So I need Whoa. to set some things up. Okay. In two thousand and ten through two thousand and eighteen, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez dated, basically. Had an on and off again relationship for eight years. You know. In two thousand and eighteen, Haley Bieber marries Justin Bieber. Or Haley Baldwin marries Justin Bieber. Hailey Bieber has been basically obsessed with Selena Gomez the entire duration of their marriage. Who hasn't? And there's been <laughs> there's been a bunch of internet drama between mm. the two of them where Hailey Bieber called Selena Gomez fat, even though like wow. Selena Gomez has she's like really sick. I don't think you can. Right say now, that. no, you can't. Okay,
2: you can't call, you can't call people so, fat.
3: So Hailey Bieber sucks because I love Selena Gomez.
2: Okay, well she's a Baldwin. Also that. Well, there you go. That's the the core issue. Those aren't great bloodlines. No. No. That that family produced Billy Baldwin, too, at one point. Yeah, uh,
0: what would be your top three worst Baldwins, DQ? Alec. Alec. (laughs) Alec, Haley, and Billy? Okay, go on. Okay. so, yeah. Sure. (laughs) Next.
3: Okay. People who make it their entire personality that they are always late.
0: Ah. Adults who
3: cannot be on time.
0: Yes, be on time, people. Come on. If you're if you're five minutes early, you're late. Right. It's always been my motto. Coughlin time. Right.
3: Oh, sorry. Haley Bieber's dad isn't Alec Baldwin. She is a Baldwin, though. That's my bad.
0: Well, that whole thing just got uh, that whole thing just got blown up. Sorry. Uncle Alec. Okay. Uncle. All
1: right. Go on.
3: Okay. But people who are always late bug me so much. You should not be. You are not an adult. If you're always late, it is so easy to be on time. And that bugs me so much that people make it that kind of their whole personality that they're always late.
2: Mm, Very annoying.
3: Okay.
0: DQ is 10 minutes late getting to work today. I am not.
3: (laughs) I'm always early.
2: (laughs) Always. She's here before two. Yeah, that's, that's true.
3: All right. Okay. Uh, Another thing that really bugs me is watching guys Apply chapstick. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I I I got it. I got to hear this. (laughs) What? I see this all the time at school, and I see it with the two of you at work. Guys apply chapstick like they're embarrassed to be putting on chapstick. You kind of do it like you're trying to hide it, and you're trying to apply chapstick.
2: Like you're trying to sneak in a vape. Yeah. A drunk vape. It's
3: really, just do it. Do it the regular way.
2: (laughs) Just own it.
1: Your
3: just all that your lips are chapped. I mean right? there's nothing embarrassing about that, but it makes me laugh and it's just a little goofy thing that I always notice.
0: Okay. People people who suck put it, guys suck because they put on <laughs> chapstick in an, in a discreet manner. Got it.
3: <laughs> okay. In honor of it being March and the March Madness tournament coming up, people who use the word tourney.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. That's I hate one, that DQ. word.
3: <laughs> It is tournament. I don't know why people say turny. Okay, question. Yeah.
2: Would you rather
0: remove the word turny or moist from the English oh, language? Oh, moist.
3: Moist doesn't bother me, so I'm going to go with turny. Okay. I now, hate for the word some moist. reason, Pointment's
2: a bad word. For
3: like some that. reason, the word natty doesn't bother me as much.
2: Ah, uh, it's terrible. But
3: well, because... that has
2: that has
0: multiple um, that has multiple usages
3: for that's people
0: true. your right. age. You, natty natty light, light
2: is yeah, exactly. That's the that's still the that's still the go-to cheap beer.
3: I think so. All right.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah people who say tourney. It's tournament. Tourney. It's tournament. <laughs> okay, and the last one. the Mandal- Season 3 of The Mandalorian uh, is premiering today.
0: Yes. And you guys talk Careful. about this all
3: the time. Careful. But people who hate Baby Yoda suck so badly. Baby Yoda carries the show. He's Baby the best. Baby Yoda
2: needs to die. He's the straw that Baby. the Baby, he
3: is the best. <laughs> Have
0: either of you watched... Episode 1 of Season 3. I
3: haven't yet. No. That little thing
0: needs to die. He, oh, we love him. Look, Mandalorian was a normal guy with a normal job. Everything <laughs> bad has happened to him since that little green thing showed up. Even Apollo Creed was like, hey, you you still got the critter with you. Yeah.
2: It's like, not Apollo Creed. It's Carl Weathers.
3: I Apollo
0: hate- Creed looked at the little green thing and said, you, you brought the critter.
3: I hate everything about what makes a Disney adult's personality, but people who are obsessed with Baby Yoda, I'll accept. He needs to die. I'll accept. I love he, Baby Yoda. I love
2: little Grogu. He needs to go. The cute little
3: he He's so to... cute.
0: Y'all haven't seen episode one, have ya? No. No, <laughs> no he's back. And wanna, he's I worse want, than ever. I want to keep him in my mind the way he was. Not, he not a, whatever happens. In the he future. has not grown an inch. He has not put on. All he's doing now is floating M&Ms off Apollo Creed's desk.
2: All he's doing. Do we, uh, are they, are you sure they're not Reese's pieces? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Okay. Uh, they could be for all I the... know,
0: but that little thing needs to die. No. They had him, there was a, ro- well, I'm not giving away a spoiler here, but they had a robot on there that tried to kill him. And man, there have been a lot of things
2: that have tried to kill Baby Yoda. Yeah, this one got a
0: hand on his leg. Oh, oh.
2: Yeah. Getting fresh with Baby And Yoda. I, Yoda. I jumped
0: up like it was the fourth round in the, uh, the Balboa Drago fight. <laughs> kill him! Kill him! <laughs> Hate that little thing. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479 312 7369 or check them out online at UnitedRW.com.
1: Well, we
0: got the uh, the official news. Um, Zakai Ziegler has uh, torn ACL last night. If you were watching yep. during the uh, the first part of the game, he went down. He, you could tell. You knew it was something, but uh, that's official today. He announced that. So they'll be without one of their uh, their best players going forward.
2: Well, it didn't bother them last night. Uh, no, but uh, no, probably but will it, moving forward. So.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll have a uh, it'll have an effect.
2: No, yeah, no, for sure about that. Um, so you know, don't have Tennessee going far in a tournament. Hey, it's it's Rick Barnes, and B they don't. And that you know what? If anybody else was coaching that team, I'd be like, that's a
0: Sweet 16 team for sure. Right. But regular season, Rick, man, it's
2: March. Yep. He may not win another game this year. No, they got Auburn on. (laughs) Auburn's got to have it. They 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 got Auburn on Saturday. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, that might be. Who knows. They yeah, it's going to be
0: a, it's going to be a really interesting uh, SEC tournament. For the first time in a long time, it's really interesting, not just from an Arkansas perspective, but Mississippi State's fighting for their life.
2: I feel like Auburn's fighting for their life. Yeah, Auburn's got Auburn's got to get right here. I mean, this is just uh, what are we doing here? By the way, it's another it's, a, it's an interesting SEC tournament because if Arkansas stays in the 8-9 game, we will be preempted and start later. On Thursday and possibly have, Friday uh, if they win.
0: I have absolutely no problems with that. So I am that's rooting right. for an SEC championship out of the 8-9 slot.
2: Thursday-Friday games. woo Friday noon. noon. Yes. Right. That's what we're talking about here. That That is that is what I'm looking for. That is what we are talking about here. Call me selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That, I've that been works called, for me. I've been called a lot worse. Yeah. Today. Yes, that's true. Absolutely today. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I do think if they win the first game, they're definitely in the tournament. I think if they lose next Thursday in Nashville, it's there's going to be a long three days of sweating it, or basically recording. I, see, I, I think, to the, I think if it, they're in, I think they're in. I as think they, they're in as they, too.
0: Yeah. As, as we sit here today, regardless of what happens Saturday, regardless of what happens you know, the first game of the tournament, I think they're in. It's what happens around them which could throw them out. So I think it's important that you win Saturday. That you win your first sec tournament game you win those two yeah you're you're in the field but you want to get as far away from that 10 line as possible you know right. as far as seedings go because if you're in that 10 and you start getting upsets and you get pushed well, back you know you become instead of being the first of the 10 yeah. seeds, now you're the fourth now you're now you're sitting in the play-in game you're giving people a reason to to put you outside the tournament
2: no that's uh that's what i was thinking here. i mean 19 but- and 13 is not getting you in so what could happen is if Mississippi State and uh they um uh, they won last night I believe and now they go to Vanderbilt this Saturday. So mm-hmm. let's say they um they work their way they're in the last 4 in right now. Auburn is right there uh near the um uh, they're in the final 8 spots right now. Mm-hmm. So what if Auburn yeah. Suddenly catches fire. They move up. Yep. Arthur starts it. to sli- slip yeah, exactly. leapfrogging. And, and yeah. then you could end up in Dayton on a Tuesday night. And I, in the first know,
0: four, yeah. The, we keep getting texts. Well, the net rankings. The net rankings. That's one factor, guys. It's one factor. Right. Uh, they do look at how you played in your last 10. That That's a big deal. Um, are they going to take into consideration you know, the Nick Smith injury? Probably, but they haven't been great with him back. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know how that would. Um, you know, if, if they can if he comes back and they just take off, all right, you, you'd probably
2: get some more consideration. But they haven't been great with him, right? Right. And Tennessee's going to try and beat Auburn on the road without uh, Zakai Ziegler. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, Auburn. I mean, Auburn. Auburn's got Alabama tonight. So could that be a uh, an upset spot? You know, Alabama has, you know, in spite of the second half against Arkansas, last couple games, they've had shaky they're moments. Wobbling. Yeah, they're, they're, they're wobbling. wobbling. They're wobbling. Weebles bit. wobble, so I don't know. Um, and uh, Auburn's trying to figure everything out, so I don't know. I, I think they're in, but uh, they need a win either Saturday or a win on um, uh, in on Thursday in the SEC tournament to totally solidify that. And I don't think there's a way for them to get to the three or the four seed in the NCAA Turnbull, there's not a way to do that, which means this is going to be a tougher road from the beginning if they're going to go on a run in March, whereas last uh, couple years, you know, you get Colgate or Virginia, Mm -hmm. New Mexico State in an upset. Um, It's going to be more difficult because you're going to play probably teams with more size in the first game or the second game. You'll play a a legitimate name-brand team more than likely, team you've heard of. Yeah, so it's going to be a a tougher road. Because and it's there, it's it, they have no one to blame but themselves, no one to blame but themselves. They they made this bed, so it's time to go night night in it. So that's um, that's what happened there. All right, Let's see what else is going on here on uh, Ruska and Zach, on ESPN Arkansas, and on HitThatLine.com. The uh there's one story in here I wanted to get to. Let's see here. Um, oh the. Uh, Hey, um, over there at the uh, at the the Orange Castle, at yes. the Chateau. Uh, what, yes. what, what's what's the Tooth Fairy uh, running right there? Oh man,
0: you know what? Okay, so we have. Um, I've had some uh, some adventures with the Tooth Fairy because mm-hmm. who carries cash anymore?
2: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: you know, it, it's it's basically what's on me. I mean, there there could be a twenty. Uh, there could be a ten, <laughs> a five, a one, you know, a couple of ones change. One time, I had to write a check. Um, it really just kind of depends on 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 the
2: was on this the situation. from the Tooth
0: Fairy's account or your account? That one actually came from mine. Oh. Um, there, there was an IOU one time. There's. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Tooth Fairy's got their their pockets sticking out the side of their pants. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in there.
0: No, no, no. It's like the guy from Monopoly, you know, That's pulling right. his pockets out. There's just nothing there. I uh, I had to make a, a a midnight run one time to go get uh, to go get cash. I and, remember that. And and all I had all I had was a twenty, and nobody would break it for me. So you know, it was twenty. It was like you know, to me, it was worth it. You know, to see just the gleam in her eye when she woke up and went,
2: "Whoa." Well, so, we are. Uh, we're, we're, this article says that. Um, the Tooth Fairy's um, givings or whatever, however you would describe that, has gone up 16%. Oh, I believe it. 16% I in believe the last it, year. Yeah.
0: I, I believe it. And the kids are doing less and less now. I mean, nobody's and, tying strings I mean, to it and slamming a door, it's eating a, an it's apple. It's a
2: very NBA way to do this. Let's make the salaries go up and the mm-hmm. workload go down. It's a yeah. very very NBA it is right. the
0: way that uh, that they are approaching this nowadays and um you know even the, even the kids today you know that my, my daughter has her hand out just I mean she, okay so my daughter is sick today and I'm sitting in my living room she just sent me a text hey can you make me a waffle now she oh. hadn't had a fever since mm, 11 o'clock she's been she's been hanging in there I'm like walk your, walk your butt down here okay you go in there I, I'm working.
2: The toaster waffle
0: or like the iron. Uh, this well, she sent me today to uh to Walmart to get her some chocolate chip waffles. uh oh. waffles. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kids today, man. Uh, just uh Nathan Favel, are you a failure as a parent if the tooth fairy leaves your kid an IOU?
2: No. No, well, you're you, not. You just lost it to track that weekend, I guess or something. Right. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah, no, oh. absolutely not. But I have learned to keep petty cash on hand. Yeah, now I, I hide it so that you know my daughter doesn't find it. But it, there's petty cash in the house. There's enough to cover most minor emergencies.
2: They uh, surveyed a thousand parents of kids ages six to twelve in this survey. They broke it down by region. Kids in the South make an average of six fifty nine. Of course, they the tooth fairy, right? Uh, Midwestern kids get the lowest payout at about five sixty three, on average. But that is up from what it was um, a year ago. Well, t- teeth are good stock. Yeah. Uh, and now, I mean, I
0: wonder what your parents right now could get for your teeth.
2: I don't know. I they mean, they still got them. Yeah, they still have them. that came up again last night. I'm like, I don't know why <laughs> they had them. I didn't. They just kept coming out of that Manila envelope we were opening. and <laughs> I'm like, oh, here's so, here's four more. I'm like, what? That's usually the way yeah. a CSI investigation begins. It, oh, it they is, just kept yeah. pulling teeth out That's of a right. Manila envelope. Yes. Now, when they started doing this in 1998, the Tooth Fairy was handing out a dollar and thirty-six. So that's 25 years ago.
0: I'd get a quarter, maybe 50 cents. I think I got five bucks one time. That was enough to go get a pack of baseball
2: cards? Yeah.
3: Five dollars.
2: I think so, yeah.
3: That's a lot for the times. Maybe I lost multiple
2: teeth. Maybe that's when those four together fell out. I don't know.
3: My parents, I don't know where they got all these, but they would always give me a gold one of the gold dollar coins.
0: Oh, well, uh, oh well, Susan B. DQ, Anthony. Uh, Hello. You know, DQ and Elkins, you're predisposed to not having teeth, so they have those on <laughs> them. <Thank you. laughs> yep. oh, Elkins, oh, Elkins,
2: Elkins is still on the gold mm-hmm. standard, by the way. That's, that's right. why you got the.
0: Well, your parents have that illegal chicken
2: farm, so but that's true. Yeah. I mean, you you that's got, where you they came up with it. cash. Mm-hmm. It's off the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man now i never like um i didn't let anybody pull my teeth this this may be more graphic than people want to hear about but this is where the conversation is like i would just fiddle with it with my tongue and eventually the thing would come out i never had anybody you know get any like pliers or hook the string to the door or any of that stuff i was like i will get it out just leave me alone i have a process and it always worked they all came out did you ever have anyone pull them uh, me? Yeah. Um. No, we did. I was.
0: We were men about it. We were just like, look, punch me, and <laughs> and it'll fall out. I
2: I honestly don't remember. I mean, I haven't lost a tooth in it's been a 40, while. Forty. Yeah, forty years. I just remember um, never pull Like I wouldn't touch them with my hands. I would just like, you know, roll them around. You know, twist them around with my tongue, and then they fall out. I'm like, oh, got one. That's what I, That was my process back in the day. A little blood, uh, no big deal. Yeah, Nathan favorable points out, DQ
0: just low key called Ruskin old with that. That was a lot of money for that time.
3: It was.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could get a single, DQ. You could go to Hastings in 1998, and you could get a CD single of like Natalie Imbruglia torn right. for like three bucks. Color Me Bad. Yeah, it's well. That was that was before that. 98. I mean, we're talking. Um, you know. Um, Third Eye Blind, semi charm Life. You can mm-hmm. get the single on right. CD for like $3.30 at Hastings. So that's, that's that's what we were working with. That's what we were working with back then. Now you can get it for like, you know, a quarter or whatever it is. At the... uh, DQ,
0: we had cassette singles.
2: Yeah. yeah. Those were still around, but it was mostly CDs. 98. All right. We also didn't have very good internet back then. No. And the f- dial-up. Yeah, we had the dial-up. Yeah, phone. And then, if someone was trying to use the phone, you had to get off the computer. That's what what (laughs) that was. That's also true, yes. We didn't have meat or potatoes, we ate dirt every day of the week.
1: This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.